welcome to the BSA Morning Miner. It's Friday the 22nd of September and I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. It's a Friday and boy, it's been tipping down rain, hasn't it, the last two days? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, slightly drier this morning than last night. Um, right, let's start with um, Gemfield's interim results. Yes, uh, interim results uh, showing uh, net profit down by quite a bit, but that's understandable it, uh, given that uh, the prior period represented a lot of uh, uh, prior um, accumulated inventory that was sold last year. This year's interim results are showing net profit of just over $18 million uh, here, which is looking pretty healthy here as, uh, because they are retaining a cash balance of $62 million U.S., they did declare a dividend for the six months of uh, 0.0288 U.S. cents, and that calculates out to a 13.5% annualized yield. So for those liking short-term yield uh, the situations, uh, that definitely would count as one for sure. Total revenue for the six months came in at $154 million. So they running with a good free cash flow of $25 million. So uh, all the indications are things are pretty steady at Gemfields at the moment. Yeah, well, there's a few things on the horizon that might um, change things. They're spending a lot of capex on a second mill, I think, at... Um, uh, one of their operations so that's going to impact free cash flow um, and management seems slightly cautious on um, pricing going forward talking about hoping that prices stay higher rather than um, feeling confident that they are yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um, so i think that's you know combination of things also some disruption at cage oh. um, it's about 15 percent off year to date, the stock seemed to peak in April after a really, really strong, strong run. Obviously, the business in a far stronger position than it was a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. That's right. And uh, with that $62 million balance, they that definitely will help uh, support the, the uh, initiation on the, the CapEx for that plan. Yeah. Uh, interim results also from first tin, although um, as an exploration company, um, there's probably not too, too much new news in that. Yeah, not particularly because they had press release much of what appears in the interim statement previously, but they have ended the period uh, with the cash balance of just over uh, or just shy of $8 million or $8 million sterling, I should say. The loss uh, pre-tax came in at $2.3 which is pretty much the same pace of spend as they had in the year-ago period. Uh, but the Taronga Australia project, uh, otherwise fully funded uh, for its DFS, so uh, looking forward to how it uh, proceeds uh, down the path here. Uh, they... I definitely feel that they can make it something happen with it commercially, and it does have um, a, a really sizable resource now because they increased the Jork resource uh, by over 240% over the period to 133 million tons of ore. Mm. Very good. Um, some pretty significant news out from a um, small graphite company in Uganda, Blenko Resources. 
Yes, that's right. It's a company which is part of the portfolio of uh, Amcoded Jangata Mines as well. But this news uh, rather significant. Uh, they have received a uh, $5 million grant from the U.S. government in order to uh, proceed with and upsize the um, uh, feasibility study on the Orem Cross of Graphite Project in Uganda. I can see why the U.S. might have paid attention to it. It does appear to be a world-class size deposit, uh, well over 2 billion tons of contained uh, uh, graphite here. So we're talking about multi-decades of life. And if it's any part, uh, ultimately, of uh, the U.S. foreign policy in East Africa, this would be one uh, to act as a poster child, I guess, for natural resource development uh, in that part of the world going forward as backed by the U.S. Say. They may also be uh, uh, interested, uh, if it does prove to be uh, commercially viable in a significant sense, to offset the uh, influence of uh, Russian and Chinese activity in East Africa. Mm. Very good. Interesting stuff. Uh, anything else, Paul? Real quickly, that there was an announcement out, too, that Fortuna Silver had closed the acquisition of uh, Chesser uh, Resources uh, back uh, as announced back on Wednesday. Uh, that's a rather significant uh, story for uh, West Africa with the Chessers uh, uh, Diamba Sud gold project there, which is definitely on the radar for Fortuna to become uh, Fortuna's uh, uh, ultimate uh, next mine in uh, due course here. So Fortuna demonstrating with its activities uh, that it does intend to be a major player in West Africa. Very good. All right, Paul, have a good weekend. Thanks very much. Very good. We'll see you. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.